From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, January 19th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Northwest of Columbus, neighbors are in mourning after what police are calling an apparent murder-suicide. ONN's Brittany Bailey has more from Dublin. Police responded to this home on Balfour Circle. When they got here, they say they found three people dead inside from gunshot wounds, and they believe they had been there for days. Police have not confirmed the identities of the three people who died here, but several neighbors tell us it was a husband, wife, and their son. Police are investigating this as an apparent murder-suicide. We know three people are dead, two men and one woman. We're still working to learn their identities because police are still working to notify next of kin. I'm Brittany Bailey. Did a social media post foreshadow a deadly domestic violence act that left four people dead in Cleveland? Here's ONN's Kiara Cotton. Martin Munez is being held on a $5 million bond, a bond that is set so high because prosecutors say with homes in Chicago and New Jersey, he is a flight risk. The shooting claimed the lives of four people and injured a fifth, an eight-year-old girl. Three News searched Munez's Facebook page and found a cryptic post from about four weeks ago. A friend asking, what's up, bro? And Munez responding, nothing. The end is near. Bless you, my friend. As for what's next for Munez, he is set to undergo a psychiatric event evaluation and another court date that has been scheduled for January 23rd. I'm Kira Cotton. An update on the crash that killed a semi-truck driver on I-280 near Toledo on Tuesday. ONN's Amanda Fay reports. That driver is 69-year-old Daniel Gardner of Michigan. The crash happened in Lake Township, just south of State Route 795. Troopers say a tire came off a semi driving southbound and flew into the cab of a northbound semi-truck being driven by Gardner. He died there at the scene. The other semi-driver kept going and was located at a truck stop. No charges have been filed as the crash remains under investigation. I'm Amanda Fay. In Akron, a woman has turned herself into police in connection with a deadly crash that killed two children. ONN's Maureen Kyle reports. The crash happened during a funeral procession back in October. Police say 30-year-old Tynika Allen was driving recklessly and caused the crash that took the life of her 12-year-old son and her 6-year-old nephew. Allen is charged with aggravated vehicular homicide, endangering children, and aggravated vehicular assault. I'm Maureen Kyle. Nearly 7,800 cars were stolen in Columbus last year, and the trend continues in the new year, with incidents often ending in accidents. ONN's Amy Steigerwald has more with Jim Gilbert, Chief Deputy of the Franklin County Sheriff's Office. So far, there have been an average of 20 car thefts per day. These type of incidents are occurring every single day on every single shift that the men and women of Central High Law Enforcement are going out. No suburb is, uh, is immune to it. Uh, no city is immune to it. These juveniles are stealing these cars at a very high rate. They're operating in a very reckless manner. Amy Suggerwald in Columbus. The next trial in the Pike County massacre has hit a roadblock and can't move forward until a new judge is named. ONN's Andrew Kinsey explains. Billy Wagner was in court a month after his son, George Wagner, was sentenced to eight consecutive life sentences in the deaths of the Roten family. His wife, Angela, and son, Jake, took plea deals and agreed to testify against their family members. The presiding judge, Randy Deering, officially announced that he's retiring and that the Supreme Court will have to appoint a special judge to preside over the trial. Defense attorney Mark Collins is trying to change the venue, giving the coverage of the trial. A trial date will be set once that Supreme Court appoint to do judge. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Pike County's incoming judge is County Prosecutor Rob Junk, who won a special election last fall. He investigated the Wagner case and would have a conflict of interest as judge.
Former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder goes on trial next week in a case that alleges a $60 million bribery scheme federal prosecutors call the largest corruption case in state history. ONN's Clay Gordon has more. Jurors must decide whether the ousted Republican lawmaker and former Ohio Republican Party chair Matt Borges are guilty of racketeering. Prosecutors allege Householder orchestrated and Borges assisted in a scheme secretly funded by an energy utility to secure Householder's power, elect his allies, and then pass and defend a billion-dollar nuclear power plant bailout. Both men pleaded not guilty and maintained their innocence. Jury selection begins Friday. The trial could last six weeks. I'm Clay Gordon. Yesterday marked two years since a 24-year-old Toledo police officer was killed on the job. ONN's Melissa Andrews says a candlelight vigil was held in his memory last night. Toledo police officer Brandon Stalker was shot and killed in the line of duty. Police responded to a barricaded gunman at a house back in 2021, and that gunman, 27-year-old Christopher Harris, fired at officers during the standoff killing Officer Stalker. Stalker joined the Toledo Police Department in July of 2018 and is survived by his fiance, daughter, son, and parents. I'm Melissa Andrews. The Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, also known as SNAP or food stamps, is about to change benefit amounts that were put into place due to the COVID pandemic. Since early 2020, anyone who was eligible was getting the maximum benefits allowed plus emergency allotment. In March, benefits will return to pre-pandemic levels. Randall Galbraith from the Hancock County Job and Family Services Department says there's concern that the change may cause a spike in food insecurity. Be the elderly and the disabled because they do not have the ability to offset the loss of SNAP with further income. Yeah. Uh, they can't get necessarily get a better job, nor can they take on another job to fill that uh, gap. So I would expect those uh, populations to be hardest hit. Leaders with the United Way of Hancock County say they've been planning for this change for months and have made sure local food pantries in the area are fully funded and stocked. And on Sunday afternoon in Buffalo, the Cincinnati Bengals will face the Bills in the divisional round of the AFC playoffs. ONN's Dave Holmes has more with Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow. This is a rematch of a game that never officially happened. That Monday night game when DeMar Hamlin went into cardiac arrest. That game was canceled midway through the first quarter. So is there anything these teams learned by playing each other for about 15 minutes that night? Oh, some maybe just kind of gave a, a look into their mindset early in the game. They have a look into our mindset early in the game, but you know, not much you can take from it, no. The Bengals have won nine straight overall. I'm Dave Holmes. Special thanks to our affiliates, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, WBNS-TV in Columbus, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.